Welcome to Whores Talk Horror. We're not really whores. We just like wordplay. Hello and welcome to Whores Talk Horror. I'm Sharon. I'm Melinda. Today we're going to have a little shorty episode, but we're going to be talking about a local legend here in Chicago. Um, Sharon and I both are from the south suburbs of Chicago, and this story is something that we've both heard our entire lives, pretty much. We have family buried at the cemetery involved in this story, Um, so we thought it would be fun to kind of talk about it a little bit. Um, So without further ado, Sharon, would you like to get us started talking about Resurrection Mary? Yes. This is the story of Resurrection Mary, and this information comes from Wikipedia, chicagohauntings.com by... um, hope I say her name correctly, by Ursula uh, Bielski. And she's also the founder of Chicago Hauntings, Inc. And she's a host of a PBS show called The Hauntings of Chicago. So she's one of the um, people who runs this website, chicagohauntings.com. And I kind of want to do one of her ghost tours. She's got a, a team of people, and they have a bunch of different ghost tours in the Chicagoland area, and you can actually even go on a paranormal investigation with them. Yeah, it, the, the website looks pretty cool. I encourage folks to check it out, even if you don't live in Chicago. And also, um, some of the information is from an article written by Edward McClellan from the Chicago Reader. So here we go. Resurrection Mary is a well-known Chicago-area ghost story about a vanishing hitchhiker. Legend has it that sometime in the 1930s, Mary spent the evening dancing with her boyfriend at the O. Henry Ballroom, which was eventually renamed the Willowbrook Ballroom. Unfortunately, the Willowbrook Ballroom was destroyed in a fire that broke out on October 28, 2016, so it is no longer there. Um, But at some point, Mary and her boyfriend got into an argument and Mary stormed out. She left the ballroom and started walking up Archer Avenue, which is the uh, street that this ballroom was on. And it's um, kind of a dark and windy road um, with a lot of uh, woods along it uh, or wooded areas, I should say. She had not gotten very far when she was struck and killed by a hit and run driver who fled the scene, leaving Mary to die. Her parents found her and were grief stricken at the sight of her dead body. They buried her in Resurrection Cemetery wearing a beautiful white dancing dress and matching dancing shoes. The hit and run driver was never found. There's also another report that states that Mary is a young Polish woman named Mary Brigovi. Some researchers speculate that the ghost heads for one grave in particular amongst the thousands at the cemetery. Gravesite number 9819, section MM. Records indicate that Brigovi was killed in a car accident in 1934, allegedly on her way home from a dance at the O. Henry, but attempts to link Mary Brigovi with the Resurrection Mary legend have yielded less than satisfactory results. Since Brigovi is stated to be killed in downtown Chicago, probably near uh, Lake and Wacker Drive, it's highly doubtful that this Mary was on her way home from any southwest side ballroom, and most definitely not on the road outside the legendary cemetery. So 
This Mary, according to records at the Satala Funeral Home from which Brugovi was buried, was a young factory worker who died in the ambulance on the way to the Iroquois Hospital, then on North Wacker Drive. And honestly, you can go on and on and speculate about who the real Mary was, if there ever even was a real Mary. Right. But um, yeah, there's many different sites discussing this. There's many different theories. No one knows for sure, but it's kind of a fun, interesting story. And yeah, like Mindy said, we grew up hearing the story all the time from our parents and aunts and uncles and everything. And many, many people since the 1930s have told stories of driving northeast along Archer Avenue between the Willowbrook Ballroom and Resurrection Cemetery and picking up a young female hitchhiker. The young woman is dressed somewhat formally in a white party dress and is said to have light blonde hair and blue eyes. There are other reports that she wears a thin shawl, dancing shoes, carries a small clutch purse, and that she is very quiet. When the driver nears the Resurrection Cemetery, the young woman asks to be let out, whereupon she disappears into the cemetery. One such story comes from a paranormal investigator who was told the following story by a Southside Chicago man named Vince almost 50 years after the story occurred. Vince went out dancing one evening. He put on his favorite suit, a double-breasted gray number with squared-off shoulders and his most colorful tie, red with Hawaiian hula girls and grass skirts. Classy. (laughs) He cruised Archer Avenue with the top down on his Chevy Cabriolet. The night was warm. He had slicked-back hair with enough brill cream in it to keep the wind from mussing it. The O. Henry Ballroom was going to be jumping, as it always was on Saturdays. Vince had danced to some of the biggest bands in history there. Harry James, Artie Shaw, Tommy Dorsey, all my favorites. <laughs> uh, tonight was just Chuck Barsutis and his Merry Men mm-hmm, uh, from the southwest side of Chicago. And um, one thing, one quick little side note about this ballroom wasn't there legends that uh, Al Capone and his gang used to hang out at the Willowbrook and they had like some secret like underground passage that like went under Archer Avenue that like led to their hideout it was kind of like their getaway tunnel I don't know I've heard there are a lot of rumors about Al Capone being on the south side so there probably are rumors about that I should look that up but anyways uh I digress Inside the ballroom, Vince spent the first half hour downing enough Cuba Libres and smoking enough Lucky Strikes to work up the courage to ask a girl for a dance. By the time the band got started on jumping, jumping at the woodside, we all know that song. (laughs) It's my ringtone. (laughs) He was in a bold state of mind. Spotting a pretty girl in a white dress, he said as casually as he could manage, hey, it ain't right to stand still for Count Basie. Why don't we cut a rug on this one? That classic pickup line. If I had a nickel for every time I heard that one. The girl smiled and they joined the jitterbugging throng on the parquet floor. The band played a few more fast numbers, Boogie Woogie and my favorite, Jeepers Creepers. (laughs) So Vince didn't get a chance to talk to his partner. That he didn't mind too much. Sometimes girls asked what he did for a living. He was a bookkeeper at the Union Stockyards. Even though he didn't work near the slaughterhouse, that gave some of the girls the willies. Whoever wrote this story is... <laughs> it's very colorful. Um, 
when the band segued into begin the begin i think that's how you say it sorry uh vince was finally able to get close to his partner her name was mary and she lived she said on damon avenue in the brighton park neighborhood that wasn't far from where vince lived in the house he had shared with his parents something else he didn't like to tell girls as they slow danced he noticed for the first time that the girl's hands were cold her skin brittle Mary seemed to notice, and he noticed that she noticed, so he made what he hoped was a lighthearted remark. Cold hands mean you have a warm heart. Mary smiled, and they danced together for the rest of the evening. After the final number, Vince offered Mary a ride home. Her place was just a straight shot up Archer, but after they had driven north a few miles, Mary insisted he pull the car over outside the lock gates of Resurrection Cemetery, the graveyard of Chicago's Polish community. All my relatives are buried. Same. There. (laughs) And yes, I'm Polish. Vince was baffled, but he complied. Mary opened the door and stepped out onto the roadside. I have to go, and you can't follow me, she said. Then she walked towards the gates, laid a hand on the iron chain that bound the gates together, and vanished. Vince spent the rest of the night driving his Chevy up and down Archer Avenue looking for a blonde girl in a white dress. He drove until dawn, and then when the cemetery gates opened, he drove through the rows of tombstones engraved with crosses and angels in names such as Bukowski and uh, Guiadza and Petrik. Ugh, my... Polish. <laughs> My Polish pronunciation of these words might be a little off, um, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, Polish names are hard to pronounce, and I should know because I grew up with a very Polish last name. Uh, he and no one ever, ever pronounced my name right. So, anyways. He was impelled not simply by the mystery of having seen a ghost, but by the hope that the girl he had danced with was not a ghost, that he could dance with her again on some future night. Catching no sight of Mary, he finally decided to drive to the address she had given him before they got into his car. It was a brick bungalow on a street of nearly identical houses separated by concrete gangways a few feet wide. Only the adornments on the porches and in the yards an American flag, a statue of the Virgin, and a half bathtub differentiated the dwellings. (laughs) That is a very South Side Chicago thing, (laughs) I have to say. Yeah. There's, yes, so many houses that look like that. I can picture it in my head. Uh, Vince rang the doorbell. His eyes were red with sleepiness. His dark beard had not been shaven for a day, and his hair had fallen loose over his forehead. The middle-aged woman who answered the door looked startled by the young caller's dishevelment. She looked even more startled when Vince asked, Is Mary home? Mary doesn't live here anymore, said the woman, who looked old enough and enough like Mary to be her mother. Mary died in a car accident four years ago. Who are you? I knew Mary in high school, Vince lied. It was the only plausible story for why he had been unaware of her death. And you didn't know? I went to college downstate after I graduated, he said. That much was true. He had attended Illinois State University in Normal. I just moved back to Chicago. Looking past the woman, who was still blocking the doorway, Vince spied a framed photo resting atop a piano in the front room. It was the girl he had danced with the night before. An ever-youthful face, 
never to age the face of a ghost what (laughs) i didn't see that coming at all (laughs) all right i'm sorry to be the one to tell you the woman said mary went out dancing with some boys she worked with at brock's i'm assuming that's brock's candy company i think so yeah all right but they never made it to the dance hall one of the boys crashed the car into the l at wacker and lake and by l i mean l train Mary was thrown through the windshield and died on the way to the hospital. I'm sorry to hear that, Vince said, retreating down the steps. I'm sorry for your loss. If you want to visit Mary's grave, the woman added, she's buried in Resurrection Cemetery. Oh, my God. (laughs) Vince never returned to the O. Henry Ballroom or to Resurrection Cemetery. He had never learned Mary's last name, so he could not have located her tombstone. In fact, he was so shaken by having danced with a ghost that he never set foot in a dance hall again. But Resurrection Mary, as the girl's ghost came to be known, continued to haunt Archer Avenue. When the Big Band era ended after the war, Mary rested quietly in her grave because the music she had hoped to dance to on her final night among the living was no longer heard at the O. Henry, but in the 1970s, her ghost rose again. Mary's family, not being wealthy, had buried her in a, quote, term grave, a rented plot that only held remains for a quarter century. Oof. That's weird that's rough never heard of that um by the time the term expired all of mary's loved ones had joined her in the cemetery leaving no one alive to renew it during a renovation mary's coffin was removed to an unmarked grave in a remote corner of the cemetery one night a suburban police officer received a report of a woman in a white dress walking through the grounds of resurrection cemetery when he arrived at the gates he found two bars pried apart with scorch marks where a pair of hands would have gripped them The following year, a couple driving down Archer Avenue saw a girl wearing the same white dress lying in the street. The man at the wheel swerved to avoid her, but she disappeared before his tires could make contact. Across the street from Resurrection Cemetery is a bar called Chet's Melody Lounge. We need to go here. Chet's is a classic roadside tavern with a pool table, a jukebox, a popcorn machine, and a large clientele of bikers. But Chet's has an unusual tradition. Every Sunday, the staff leaves a Bloody Mary at the end of the bar for Resurrection Mary. In the 1990s, the owner of Chet's Melody Lounge was pulling out of the driveway when he saw a man running up the road, waving desperately. I need to use your phone, the man said in a stricken voice. I hit a woman back there, but I can't find her body. Was she a blonde woman in a white dress, the owner asked. How did you know, the man said. That was Resurrection Mary. Don't worry, you didn't hit anyone. You saw a ghost. So we need to go to Chats on a Sunday night. Mm, and, I, don't, I don't know. And drink her Bloody Mary. <laughs> Be like, oh, is this for me? Hi, my name is Mary. I, I'm assuming this is for me. <laughs> I wonder if people ever go in there, like, dress up in a white dress, blonde hair, and just go down and, like, pretend to be. I don't know if it's even, is it's still there, Chats? Get, get some free Bloody Marys. I don't know. I guess it might we be. should look it up. Yeah. And then should, maybe go. And maybe. Yeah go after that i honestly i don't remember when this article was written that i'm reading anyways despite these reappearances on archer avenue mary has yet to drink her bloody mary at chet's when a ghost is roaming your neighborhood though you have to be ready to soothe her restless spirit Mm. and that is one of the 
many, many different stories of Resurrection Mary. Like I said, depending on uh, the source, you can you can find tons of similar stories. Yeah. I So I know that I always heard it that she would appear specifically to single men or men who were driving by themselves in the car. My dad had those Mysteries of the Unknown books from like, I think it was like Time Life or something as I was a kid. And it was this whole set of books that talked about supernatural stuff and UFOs and whatever. And there was a huge section on Resurrection Mary. And that was specifically like the idea was that she's looking for like a bachelor to drive her home. But yeah, I've heard tons of stories where like some people say that they, you know, did pull over and she got out some say that they just as they were driving past the cemetery they suddenly realized she was just gone as Sharon indicated a a good portion of my family is buried at resurrection as well and I specifically remember I think it was like unsolved mysteries or something that talked about that story I remember watching it with my dad and then we happened to be going to resurrection the next day just to like like as a family yeah basically (laughs) um as we were driving up, my dad and I looked, and there was a portion on the gates that had scorch marks that did actually look like the height of, of where they were, and the size of the scorch marks did appear like it could be something that someone could construe as like the scorch marks of someone, a ghost standing there holding onto the bars. The bars weren't pried apart. And I think my dad and I might have even like stopped the car because we're super dorks and like looked because we were like, ooh, is that from that story? Is that from Resurrection Mary? But uh, we like to think that we saw proof of Resurrection Mary. But next time I go visit family <laughs> at the cemetery, I'll have to go check that out. Yeah, I, I'm sure if I if we look online, we can probably try and find images of those scorch marks. I always remember hearing a story, and it could have been another cemetery, not Resurrection, where I think a a woman died in a car accident, maybe like hitting a tree or hitting the fence or something like that. And I was always told if you drive down this road at night, Mm -hmm. the car just, they can't control it, and it'll drive into the fence. And people have, many people have died like driving into the fence of this like metal fence of the cemetery huh. or I guess more like a wrought iron yeah type fence yeah and I don't I don't remember if that I remember my mom I feel like I remember that telling story me too. this story when I was little and I don't remember if it was resurrection cemetery I kind of thought it was always that cemetery on 111th street closer to where we lived um like in Marquette Park but I'm not sure, but I feel like I remember hearing that story too, but I don't know. The problem with Resurrection Mary is that it's such an old story and it's basically all hearsay because Sharon mentioned like there are hundreds of people who like, oh, I know for sure who Mary was. Nobody actually really knows if this person existed. Doesn't even, honestly, this is a story that even um, is not just... Uh, unique to Chicago. There's a lot of other similar stories around the country, probably around the world, that very similar scenarios where you pick up a hitchhiker of a ghost and they disappear from your car and blah, blah, blah. But whatever. These stories are fun. That's uh, a little something about Mary. (laughs) (laughs) 
we um, have some travel plans coming up and October has been kind of busy. So we still wanted to get something out to you guys. So a little tidbit about uh, local legend thought like we felt like that would be a fun thing to talk about. So uh, I hope you enjoyed this little shorty informational episode. Um, we have some fun stuff coming up. So please stay tuned. As always, um, if people want to write to us, Sharon, what, how do they do that? Uh, you can email us at horsetalkhorror at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us messages on Instagram at horsetalkhorror. And we're also on Twitter and Facebook, which honestly, we don't use as much. We like Instagram. I like Instagram. Anyways. But we're reachable in all of those places. Yeah. And send us your own urban legend stories, your yeah. own Resurrection Mary stories, if you've ever picked her up. Yes, please. And I think that's about it. So as always, thanks, thanks for, for getting, getting creepy, creepy with us. With us.